COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Message is Feel that now? I feel like Rocky in this one, baby. Let's go. Alright, check it. Uh. Blast from the past, back from the future. So if I pull the trigger in the past, you know you and your future. I'm still hustling, still hugging the block. The referee to the shit, I'm still calling them shots. I can't be stopped. That's what I told you, I'm living my life like a box of Crayolas I'm cutting up white, smoking that green Purple color pens, I'm still making this cream I'm so sick, uh, check my throat quick My wrist light up a room like a handful of glow sticks I'm like spoiled milk, the kids gone bad Then it's the menace, my pen touches the pad uh, Niggas is mad, but the ladies is glad Yo, they rubbing up against me like this nigga is rad Fucking two divas, drinking on sangria I got the beam of the color, diarrhea uh, Tire strings on my feet cause I'm so fly Hopped out the Delorean and it's Artie McFly. The longest intro did didn't I deliver and promise the longest <laughs> intro you've ever seen to yes, sir. A, a podcast or a show? Um, it's welcome it's to the Rick A Show, everybody! Yay! Jasmine is here. She's back. She's back. Here. back What's up, y'all? And attacking people and everything else she does. Today, <laughs> I, I'm super happy because I got, not only do I have Quinto Eres, you guys know, Pavel Martinez is here. Uh, I also have wine and cheese, man. Uh, I'm hoping she's got a little cheese, man, for us. I know she's got some wine. Jessica's here. I and also, we're Tia Mama. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's so dope because we're all part of the same network. Um, and uh, I'm going to be able to talk about Latina podcasters, Latino pods, each show, um, and you guys. So very excited very interested uh i, I want to start with uh the wine and the cheese man um jessica put us on what's going on tell us about the show um why should people listen to your pod um give us the guests you don't want to interview that you interviewed <laughs> give us uh... <laughs> uh, it's cheese man not being mean it's, I mean, come on, you know, there's something is, is inherently <laughs> me, you know, you're not like, <laughs> it's not like blessing nice time. It's time. Yeah, it's like that nice scene where I'm like, mm. you know, who I would least like to, who mm. I would, you know, one of those. Yeah. But yeah, of course I have wine. I can't like be the wine and cheese man and not have wine. Mm-hmm. So of course I'm drinking. Um, the wine and cheese man podcast 
is just a podcast. We are now over 100 episodes. Mm. Um, Congratulations. In February. I know. I launched. <laughs> um, like three weeks before the pandemic. So mm-hmm. it's not like that was one of the, like, oh, pandemic happened. Let me do something. It mm-hmm. was right before. I had no idea. And initially I launched because I didn't, I kept seeing like a lot of siloed podcasts, right? Like, mm-hmm. si- like for Latinos, for, um, you know, African-Americans, for eight, but I never saw anything that like combined all of us mm-hmm. and talked about all of the issues that we have. So, and that, I wanted it to reflect my friends. I have a lot of Asian friends. I have a lot of black friends. I have a lot of Latino friends. So mm-hmm. I wanted it to reflect my friendship. So it basically became a podcast to amplify voices across communities of color. So when I, the way I do chisme is I tell the people they get to spill the chisme on themselves. So mm. it's not like Tia's chisme where you're being like, hey, what's up with that? Oh my God, can you believe her or not? Yeah. It's really more about, like the guests sharing their story, sharing mm. their journey, where they want to go. And then within that, um, you know, I'm buying all this wine and everything. And I'm thinking, you know, there has to be Latino winemakers. Like mm-hmm. you think agriculture, people think Latinos, right? Particularly Mexican. And I'm thinking there has to be Latino winemakers. And I was searching. I kept searching like the same 10, 15 wineries kept coming up. And I just started digging and I found the Mexican-American Vintners Association. They, I met up with them in Napa. I started digging and then it just became this passion for amplifying um, Latino-owned wine brands based in the U.S. because mm-hmm. people have Valle de Guadalupe or they think of Chile or they think of Argentina. They think mm-hmm. of all the other places, but people don't think of Latino wineries based in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So that kind of became a passion of mine. And then I ended up creating the very first directory of Latino wine brands based in the U.S. So mm-hmm. kind of goes hand in hand, right? Like people get to spill the cheese. We talk about wine. Mm-hmm. I'm still learning about wine. I mean, I'm sure. Oh, really? Oh so, my gosh! Red or white? Know everything. So, so red or white? Are you a red? I mean, you're drinking red right now. So uh, I'm drinking red. red right now. Um, you know what? It really depends because I used to say you're a real uh, wine drinker because when <laughs> when it's a wine drinker, they won't tell you no. I'm just a white wine person. I'm just a red wine. No, it depends on the mood, the timing, mm-hmm. the, the conversation, the flow. So yes, no, but it does. And here's the thing: I will not ever tell. I get so many people like. Oh, I'm so embarrassed to tell you what wine I'm drinking. First of all, who like we all have different taste buds. I'm not, I don't like chocolate. People think I'm weird because I don't like chocolate, right? Yeah, that's usually that's usually the reaction I get. It helps open the palate with the, oh my god. Yeah, wine and chocolate is quite wine the pairing. Ch- yes. They're not supposed wine. to go together technically. You're like mm. they're not actually supposed to go together. People just love wine and chocolate, so people do it. But they, there's not, it's not a natural pairing. Uh-huh. Uh, well, uh, RTNY has a tinto. Is there only red? Because it, it, Long Island is known for their white wines. Um, and I, you were going to answer your question about which wine is your favorite. But the, I, when I did a tasting a uh, month and a half ago, they actually paired the tinto with chocolate. And it just really added like another dimension to that wine. And it's my favorite red that I'm, I'm having right now. 
So, oh, um, I, yeah, I've had that one. We did a virtual wine tasting with them mm -hmm. in November of last year. And I actually still have one of their bottles, the only bottle I have left of theirs. Mm -hmm. I still have it because it's a, a sparkling wine and I don't want to just bust it open by myself because the bubbles get to your head and you're like, mm. <laughs> I'm going to do that with somebody else. So At we're trapping you on an island and you can only take a red or a white. <sighs> Lordy, why do you do that to it's me? A case. It's just one case. Come on. One case of wine? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Red or white. You can only have a red or white. Mm. I probably would take red. Okay. P? Here we go. I Say, uh, would Pino, Pinot Noir to be specific. <laughs> you would take Pinot Noir? I wouldn't take Pinot Noir. I would take either one of two wines. As of right now, Okay, because my, my, every time I taste a wine, I'm like, oh, this is my favorite right now. So you go through phases. Mm -hmm. So Lodio Family Wines, they have a reserve Cabernet that is like, I have a wine thing that you can just pour by the glass. You don't have to pull. It's called a Coravin. Mm -hmm. You don't have to pull the entire cork out. And I was saving that, like saving it so hard because I only had one bottle and it was so good. Um, and they're out of Napa. And then the other one would be um, Soltiera by Say Soles Wine out of Lodi. Mm -hmm. That would probably be the other one that I would like. Those are my two favorites right now. I'm with right now. It would be a Pinot Noir for me. And if and if I can't have that, I'll have a Melback. Ritzy, are you a wine drinker? You're no. stuck in an island, no? Mm -hmm. What no, would you I'm take? A, uh, a whiskey. Ooh. <laughs> I do love whiskey too. Yeah. Why I try different ones, but it just, I, I don't know. I get headaches and stuff and I've tried all kinds. The closest is this New Zealand one. I forget what it's called. It's or this organic Sauvignon New Zealand Blanc. one. It, and it's, um, I forget what kind it is, but it's super Probably good. Sauvignon Blanc it's all right. Yeah. And I'm the, not the New Zealand Sauvignon Blancs because they're too grapefruit forward and I hate grapefruit. And that's, that's not my only this one's grapefruit forward, but I, I, I like it. I mean, I don't drink it all. Yeah, that's why I say like everybody yeah. has a different palate. That's the yeah. you're my whole point, right? I'm and getting a Cabernet getting... on that island. Yes, that, that was my next. Uh, what about you? You stuck Cabernet. Cabernet? I love. I love a good Cabernet. I like mm. a bold, heavy red wine. You like those California cabs, then? Those yeah, cabs. I do love the California cabs. California. I do like also international wine though, but it's a little lighter. But I, I do like it still. I'm not, I'm I was not if you're starting off with a red, try a Beaujolais because it's very, it's usually pretty light. It's lighter mm. than a Pinot Noir. Mm. Um, they're, and they're really good. Wow. I'm going to try that. That sounds fancy. Beaujolais. You dropped a, a ton of wine knowledge on your it's right. red version. So. have the Beaujolais. So uh, we also have uh, Ritzy here from A Word to Your Mama. Uh, tell us a little bit of, about your show, a little bit about your show. And it's the uh, beer. I'm sorry. So, yeah, I, I drink beer and wine. That's my thing now. I'm slow down on the heavy alcohol. Uh, <laughs> no whiskey? No whiskey for you or a whiskey I'm ginger? a whiskey. No, no, no. So I'm a whiskey person. Like, if I'm doing hard alcohol, it's going to be whiskey. It's going to be scotch. Mm -hmm. Preferably anything Japanese. So Ibiki, mm -hmm. oh, um, okay. Centauri, uh, I just, uh, Yamasaki, the 12 years is one of my favorite. So if I'm doing whiskey, that's what I'm doing. Nice, fancy. So, so word to your mama. What is that? Like? Word to your mama. Uh, it's uh -huh. a podcast about me, 
a Latina mm-hmm. mama and my super dope, diverse, multicultural tribe. Um, mm-hmm. I have mad guests, uh, mad laughs, but no BS. And I come from the music industry, the art industry, and the designer vinyl toy world. Mm-hmm. So I have people from, you know, all walks of life, mo- all, mostly of color. And mm-hmm. similar to um, Jessica over there, it's about just starting something to hear stories of uh, people that, you know, <laughs> like, totally lots of alcohol talk. It's um, a lot of Latinos in here. What you would- You know <laughs> what I mean? We're professional. Um, it's just a lot of, you know, I wanted to... Or, uh, Originally, it was supposed to be the the name was supposed to be just a pod, um, not a podcast, a blog, because I started mm-hmm. homeschooling back in the day, and everyone was like super religious. No one was secular, and if there were Latina moms, which was hella rare, they were like, mm, she white. dropped the LA word right there. Hello. <laughs> so, anyways, it evolved to this, um, and then I just have you know people from all walks of life, but mm-hmm. uh, different industries, like Academy Award winning. Uh, you producers and directors and mm-hmm. activists and stuff like that. Um, I have occasional Caucasians. I call them quality Caucasians. So if they're on my show, <laughs> they're quality Caucasians. So this yeah, episode, it's it's real. I keep it really real. And mm-hmm. um, this week's episode that just dropped on Monday is um, Fat My Fam Sket One. He's from uh, uh, Money Craven, Pistol Waving. New Haven, Connecticut, mm-hmm. dope graph artist. And so he was on there and it's rare, but he's quality Caucasian. So that's quality that's where it's your mom in a nutshell. Mm. And Pete, I mean, uh, I mean, we've had you on, but just. He's my guy, though. He's my guy. You know what? He's my guy. Because uh, um, I think I said this before, but at the dinner, because I, I had listened to his show. Um, I wouldn't say religiously because I'm not that religious, but uh, consistently. And it just so happened we had to be at the same. We were at the same uh, Latin podcast dinner type of thing that Ren Martin did for us. Um, and I got to meet him there. And then from then, like we've been talking. So uh, I really like what he brought to the table. Um, Pete, tell us a little bit about Plural, the brand, first of all. And, and let's discuss that Plural and Quintueres are two different uh, entities um, because a lot of people sometimes get it confused. Yeah, it's it's a marketing challenge that I'm still trying to figure <laughs> out, honestly. But um, <laughs> Plural is supposed to be the parent brand and Quintueres is one of the mm-hmm. brands under it. Mm-hmm. So Quintueres, the, the podcast or the show, the, it's it's really... I mean, the Blural as a whole, the mission is to redefine professionalism because mm-hmm. I've been in tech for like 10 plus years. And even before I started working, I was trained to believe that so many parts of my identity were unprofessional. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, what my grandfather growing up literally would tell me and I get why he did it. Right. He was trying to protect me from people's negative perceptions. Right. Mm-hmm. But he would tell me, do you see president CEOs with beards and do rags and, and, and earrings and tattoos? Right. And I'd be like, oh, shit. Nah. Right. So in my mind indirectly he was also telling me that in order to be successful i had to be more white so i carry that with me but what i'm trying to do with the show what i'm trying to do with the show is really show people examples of latinos latinas being themselves and being successful at work so that if they are having a conversation Mm -hmm. with their grandfather or their family they can point to maybe not presidents and 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 ceos but actually i do have ceos on the podcast but Mm -hmm. they can point to episodes on my podcast and say like no like these people are being themselves and they're thriving in their careers so Mm -hmm. that's what the podcast is I mean, we could give an example right now. So uh, you had a justice, uh, a judge on your, on your pod, yeah. 
and she has some fire tattoos on her arms and she decided to post a photo showing her sleeves um and her story is that you know growing up i heard the same thing no earrings no tattoos beards was also a uh, big no-no um clean mm-hmm. cut clean shaven uh two inches above the collar in the back so uh it, it was like assimilation so jessica growing up did you hear something like that all the time because i have big curly hair right yeah and i would get made fun of i would hear like there's other subtle things that would happen that i noticed when i was a kid like for example let me just say julie roberts she's not latina but she has curly hair Mm. or had curly hair right when she was like in pretty women but when she hit it super big all of a sudden her hair was always straight same with nicole kidman so like any like big actress or musician you would see that came out with curls as soon as they like level yeah mr curly and their hair was always straight and i did and that would always like make me upset because i'm like what's wrong like it made me feel like there was something wrong with me mm-hmm. right because oh no now you've reached a certain level you can't have curly hair anymore um yeah same with like i don't know if you guys ever watched that show millionaire matchmaker a long time ago and she would always tell the girls with curly hair to straighten oh their hair. uh and- yeah, on Bravo television. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, you have beautiful curls, but men don't like curly hair. Ugh. We need to straighten that. It looks too messy. Mm-mm. And we're constantly bombarded with these things. And then I'm, you know, I have a big personality. I'm really loud. I've been called abrasive when this is just in my family. If you're not loud, you're not heard. Mm. Right? Like, Oof, girl, you appreciate Yes. Yes. In my so, family, you're not allowed to be shy. I had a nephew that was shy and you no, know, they were like, open your mouth. You say whatever. You say hello. You talk, wow. you have a conversation. Like you're literally not allowed to be shy in my family. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, so there was multitude of things. It wasn't maybe not necessarily like have your hair a certain length, but it was mm. things that I would see from other people, like from the media and from everyday, like those things I would get more than anything. Um, mm-hmm. And then, I would, you know, ask my mom to do that. I tried everything to get my hair straight. Thankfully, none of it worked for more than like a week, mm. right? And I would get, but it's made me proud of who I am. Like I had mm. a booty before booties were in, right? Hey. And, and, but I will say this, I was not ever, ever ashamed of that because I don't, like, I don't know. Maybe it was just in, in our, you know, in our always been in for us. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. that's not Never cool over here. <laughs> and Jennifer Lopez comes out. I'm like, I've been having this booty. Yes, yes, I've been having this booty. But I, I just think that for women, especially for young girls, especially, right? It cannot. It just doesn't always come from the family. It comes from the the things that we're watching. Um, yeah, your friends, like all of those things. I think it makes even more of an impact because you feel like somebody that looks like maybe has, believe me, I know I don't look like Julie Roberts, but the one thing I had in common with the curly hair, as soon as anybody got any, reached any significant amount of success, mm-hmm. it went away. And that girls notice those things. Like young girls notice those things. Because when you see somebody that has a trait that you would get made fun of, 
and you see somebody like getting really famous and rocking the the same thing and then is gone, you notice that and it has an impact. So I, I Pavel on the podcast also talked about um, he would study uh, white culture. Um, Ritzy and Jessica and Pete, you could chime in on this. Did you guys find yourself like if you, when you were in a corporate space or any type of job, um, literally looking at things like I'm be honest with you, uh, Friends was not a show that I found particularly funny. It was mm-hmm. decent. Uh, I'm gonna get a lot of shit for that. Um, <laughs> and um, Seinfeld, I like because I, I like Larry David. I like incessant humor. But I found myself watching things or reading things or listening to music that I really wasn't crazy about. So now, like today at work, I was talking about Bad Bunny, and believe it or not, there was a few people at work that don't know who that is. That's nope. crazy. That's crazy. You didn't know who that is. Yes. Dang. So I had wow. to enlighten them and put them on. I mean, they're quality Caucasians, like Ritzy. Are said. they? If yes. they don't know Bad Bunny, I don't know. <laughs> Quality might lack a Questionable. <laughs> so, I mean, P, you could talk about your experience. And Ritzy, did you find yourself doing the same thing, something similar where you, 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 you kind of like you're forced to assimilate? God bless you, Rick. I can't stand it. Nah. The Seinfeld is is amazing. I used to not I like it, but I never. No, I like it. Seinfeld. Friends is one. I love Seinfeld. I, I could yeah. live without it, you know. Oh, I used to. I used to lie on a on a daily basis about what I did in my personal mm. life. Like, I mean, every Monday morning, it's like, "What did you do this weekend?" Like, I didn't for years. I never told anybody. Like, oh yeah, I was uptown Manhattan, you know, smoking smoking hookah, popping bottles. Mm-hmm. you know <laughs> dancing bachata all that kind of stuff i lied i'll be like oh i went to soho oh my god this amazing brunch place <laughs> i would like legit look wow. up places on yelp that i wouldn't even go to but i would wow. keep in the back of my head as a lie that i can say in the future you know what i mean i mean i would binge watch shows like riverdale instead of watching shit that <laughs> well, i wanted to watch that. No, no I've watched like three that. seasons. Me neither. Oh, That's yeah. extra credit. That's a lot. But yeah. it's just because I wanted because listen, the way you advance in corporate is not because of the skills you have, it's because of the relationships you build, right? Because yeah. in a certain, at a certain extent, everyone has the same skills at a certain extent. You know what I mean? So I wanted to be invited to the dinners, to the happy hours, mm-hmm. to the, all those things. And I'm not gonna be invited well, if I'm what not I've done wrong my whole corporate life because I've just been like <laughs> I can't do that now. <laughs> maybe I should have. Maybe I should have done more of that. But yeah. I can't. Like, I just can't force myself to yeah. do those things that I really can't stand. Yeah. I did Same. also notice the people that I he was just doing research. I agree. That's yes, just... he was by doing his research. I also really noticed that the people I always gravitated to were always other people of color. Mm-hmm. Like always other Latinos, always other, like, always like black friends, Asian friends, Latino friends. Those were the people I was always gravitated to. And the people that helped me in my corporate journey were black women. Mm-hmm. So that holds true for me too. Um, but usually when I found another Dominican in my space, um, they always viewed me as competition. Ergo That's would so not sad. want to. Hold, yeah. Would, yeah, it don't. It, um, it happens. Like, like I want to see you succeed, but I don't want to see you succeed more than me. Yeah. You know, that, I feel like that's that's so, a, that idea that's what I've is encountered. like that plagues the community, like all, yeah. all across the board. Yo, like like crabs in a barrel, crabs in a barrel, for sure. Like, oh uh, nope, don't can't Stop get too it. far. 
they're, yes. they're trying to be the token Dominican. And that's cool. I didn't want to be the token Dominican. I just wanted to be me. But <laughs> yeah. um, that's hopefully that's what I found. I was going to say, hopefully that stuff doesn't happen with podcasting as well, because there's so much bread out there to eat for, that we can all eat from. There's it. enough pie so, for everybody. That's hence, why this is amazing right now. Everybody has amazing, a different you know. perspective. Everybody has a different voice. Mm-hmm. Everybody has, their, you know, like I, we limit ourselves by gatekeeping who should be like by gatekeeping the culture, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like how many? Like what? I hate the phrase the no sabo thing that's been going on. Oh my god! I fight well, against that. The no sabo kid, I want to punch them in their face. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, explain this yeah, to me. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm too old for uh, these. So no sabo person is somebody who doesn't like. I would be technically considered a no sabo person because me too. My first me too. Wait, because um, you are not perfect. So people will be like, "Oh, you're a no sabo kid," but without realizing. My parents' first language was Spanish, and they grew up here, and they would get in trouble for speaking Spanish. Like same, that's what happened to me. That generation, yeah. Yeah. And so, when me and my sisters come along, they don't want us to deal with the same challenges. Exactly. So they were English first in the house. They almost speak Spanish. So all the Spanish things that they would teach us all had to do with cooking and cleaning. Same. <laughs> we got something similar in the Dominican culture. Um, if you're like, because I was born here, but I was raised over there, but I was still viewed as a Dominican York, you know. Uh-huh. And, and I'm not completely Dominican. I'm just a piece of Dominican. Like, I'm mm-hmm. I could rep us here, but not over there in the island. Yeah. Like you're. Oh no, it's the same thing. I know yeah. Puerto Ricans. It's the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All, you know, the, I always tell people, I'm like, if you. If you give hate towards the No Sabo kids, then you don't really understand the history of why they even exist in the first place. Exactly. Because it's actually really sad. So maybe you should just give some encouragement um, to the kids who are actually learning Spanish, trying to speak Spanish. And to the ones that don't, I don't don't think it makes them, it does not diminish, like, you know, who they are and... Yeah, I'm just like, you know, the culture is, it, it, yes, language is a huge part of it, but it's so much more than only language. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't take away from my Latinidad that I, you know, I did a, a, a TikTok and people were always getting so much hate because I wasn't, I thought I was doing a semi-decent job with rolling the R's, you know what I mean? And I was getting the hate. Really? And it was, yeah, and I was like, you know, I put the comments and I was like, it's really crazy that it's interesting that the the most hate, like the most mean comments were from my own people, Young like people. from the community. And it's just like, but there were some that were like, well, it's pronounced like this. And it's like, let's lift each other up. And yes. what, but the vitriol, though, like the, the, the stuff I was getting is like, why are you mad? Like, I'm yeah. trying. <laughs> And the way I yeah. look, it, I still get, you know, hate crimes. <laughs> I still get, you know, racially profiled. Like, I don't understand the the hate of like, ugh. like, and then I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense to me. You know, it's like, let's help each other. Mm-hmm. I got, I also got flamed online once. Um, Not flamed, but I, <laughs> I, I, I made a like video on TikTok about how, you know, we need to like come together. Because at the end of the day, like you are Puerto Rican, no matter where you're born. What matters is like you bringing the culture with you. Mm-hmm. Not exactly. to like, and listen, there are some Puerto Ricans that don't bring the culture with them. And to those, I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't have an answer. I'm not freaking like Puerto Rican God over here. Um, but you know, we're all one people. And so to give love to that. And someone was like, 
nah, you're you're not you're not one of us. You weren't born on the island. And I'm like, obviously we're different. Like, wow. I'm not running yeah, in a junke me. with no shoes on, yo. My tour guy was running to a junke <laughs> with no shoes. You know, and I'm just like, oh, you different. So yes, we're different, but we still Puerto Rican, you know. Yeah. Like I still yeah. throw down some rice and beans, you know. I set me it up <laughs> over here. We salsa over here. You know, don't come for me. Wow. So yeah. I'm going to share something that you might, I don't know, we, I don't know if we're the same age. I might be the oldest one on here. But when no, last summer, I when um, In the Heights came out. Oh, and was, oh that's a backlash in regards to it. And I get it. Look, I am not from New York. I've never been to Washington Heights. Like, I don't know what it looks like. Right. Uh, so me as somebody who's never been would look at that and be like, oh, is and probably think that's the representation, right? And then you see everything. <laughs> no, 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 I know, I get that, right? So there's obviously some very valid criticism that goes on with that. Mm-hmm. On the flip side of that, there were so many people say, I'm not gonna see it, this doesn't represent the, hi- the heights, this that's isn't blah, problem. blah, But here's, yeah, that's the challenge is, you can criticize and also support like they don't have to be mutually exclusive. Right. Because I grew up in a time that we did have we had zero representation. My heroes, my Latina heroes, were like. I found out Wonder Woman was half Mexican. I was like, oh my gosh, Wonder Woman! Super Mexican. height, yeah, super height. Linda Carter, yeah. You know, and Rita Moreno, like. A, there was actually a ton. Of, there was a ton. So the Ramones were all Latino. And there was a lot of rock stars that were Latinos, but had to change their name because right. mainstream media yeah. Yeah. would not support them. Um, so there was re- representation, but it just was like the same. But it was thing. all it all had to be hidden unless you dug it up. It, yeah, you know, people you know, changing their last names. Yeah. It's like Bobby's so, podcast is like um, if P existed in that time, it, 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 he would be trying to break down that wall where. Uh, you know, if, if your name is Ricky, if your name is Ricky, Freddie Prince, thank you for that. Yeah, Somebody wrote Freddie Prince. Well, I, went to, I went to school with Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, you did? Ooh, he's he's all that. Super cute. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say this. He would, I, when he first came out, I didn't know who he was. I, he, this was in Albuquerque. I lived in Albuquerque for less than two years. Mm-hmm. He was the year And when he, I didn't know who Freddie Prince was. I didn't know who Freddie Prince Jr. was. I mean, I knew him as like, hey, Freddie, hey, Jessica. Like, I did, I wasn't like, we were acquaintances, friendly acquaintances. And when he blew up and was on the these talk shows, he used to say he was not popular. And I was like, boy, <laughs> it's just, it's Why a, are you lying? Why are you lying? You were so popular. It, it's, I it's didn't a, know who didn't PR, know you. It's this PR person. They give you a story, a script. Yeah. Story. So yeah, we all got a we all got a story. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. You were P- not. P- do you get backlash from for your show? I mean, the um do you get that? Like especially Yeah, and are you, you know, still in corporate America? And are you are you still no, he's, you know, no, he's not, he's not. What you doing? You know, Wait, what's you know, up? You know he's not. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not life. I quit. I, I think I quit. My last day was February 25th. So it's been a few months. Uh, but I'll tell you this thing. It, it, not a day goes by where I don't think about applying. Wow. Really? Is tough. it the steady drip of, of a tough. big paycheck? Is, it, is that what you miss? The IV drip? Yeah. IV drip. I, mean, I heard your episode. I heard sure. your episode. You were making bank. 
<laughs> and it's taking care of his mom douche too. Yeah, right? so and that that's goal to that, take care of your mom. That's that's the goal. That's everybody's yeah. end goal, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's like vacations yeah. that like people be hitting me up about. I'm mean, like, ah, uh, I gotta gotta save up. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah, like different. Do I invest in fun or do I invest in the business? Um, unfortunately, yeah. and a lot of what I'm getting, a lot of what I'm getting paid for is kind of like, uh, it's not. As a matter of fact. So entrepreneurship is interesting, too, because I've been running the business kind of like as a hobby and growing. It. It's been growing. Mm -hmm. But now, like because it's been a hobby and I haven't needed the money, I haven't been prioritizing money. So now I have to like all of a sudden start like popping out revenue, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And trying yeah. to figure like, what is my product? And also, like, what do I want to go build with this? Because I don't like the podcast with me is really just like a research project um, for what I want to build in the future. So also dedicating time to like not focus on revenue and just think you know what i mean um yeah. and dream about kind of like what i want to build so that's kind of like a lot of what i've been doing but it's exciting though but it's a balance. also a day doesn't go by or you're not too <laughs> yeah. far removed from it i've been doing this since 2006 and i've Ooh. ridden all the waves and when i when i left it's gonna be hard and, I, and when i left it was right before the recession and i had clients right away and i was like Psh. This is amazing. Da, da, da. And then that recession hit and I was like, what the F is happening? And it's, it's you know, up and down. And it's, you know, I've been so far removed from it now. There's moments when the pandemic came, I was like, what can I do? Like, where can I fit in? Because live music clients are all my clients. But uh, it, you'll get to a point, Pavel, I'm sure, you know what I'm saying? When you find your groove, you're still so, you know, you're not too far removed. When you find your groove, you're going to be like, well, what? This is amazing. Even when you're not like balling out of control, just that freedom, you know, mm -hmm. to do things and collaborate and be in control of your yeah. stuff. I mean, just hearing your story on how like you're being like micromanaged and not being respected. I mean, Nine, nine six. you know what I mean? Yeah. It, you'll You'll get there for sure. Be, I mean, for one be. thing, my the mental health improved like automatically. Oh, that's gold. And, I mean, that's luckily, priceless. luckily, I went away with a, a decent savings account. Like, yeah. So I'm 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 good for now. Even if I make like if even if I don't make a penny for at least minimum till the end of the year, and then I always that was my plan is oh. for like till the end of the year and try to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, I feel good about it. It's just you know the anxieties. Yeah. <laughs> don't go back. You're, don't, don't go you're, back. you're a couple months away from um you're in a good spot man I, I think i told you this way back when i told you uh you, you're in a good spot and people are, are noticing people behind the scenes people talk um and your name does come up a lot so uh, you, you're there bro just believe me even course. yeah like me i, I want to quit this shit every day Every day. Really hard. I remember when he was like, how do I get just it? And he is just blowing up. I'll send him text messages every once in a while. I'm like, day, look at my friend blowing up. And he just I mean, just look know, at some of the people you've you've been getting on the show and um some of the people that are interested in being on the pod too. Like um like my community keeps me going, right? Like if if, if I don't want to say his name, but if my, one of my closest boys he hits me up and he's like, "Yo, Rick, proud of you. Keep going." You know, people like some of my peers, um, that keeps me going. Um, and then you know, it it doesn't it, it helps that uh, a little lady named uh, Rita Batista came and yes, <laughs> shout yeah. out to. 
to to Rita. I mean, uh, holding us all down and with her help, mm-hmm. you know. It was it was uh, something that I was a little because uh, I tried to launch a network last year. Um, mm. It was very difficult, and I only had six shows plus this one. Um, so I was a little not skeptic, but you know, a little apprehensive from doing it. And um, I had a conversation with her, and I just jumped feet first. And then I was like, "Oh, yo, P, yo, uh, Jerry, yo." Uh, so I started pulling people that. I knew there's still a few more people we should bring in that I feel I'm going to say right now. I don't know if Rita's listening or watching, but there's a couple more people that uh, we could pull in and uh, to help grow this, uh, this, this network. Um, And you guys, when I saw Latina podcasters and where you guys are at, you know, this is year two, I think for you guys, right? Year two or. I've been, yeah, I've been with Latina podcasters before any of this. So Like literally from go from the beginning, mm-hmm. and it was initially just like a resource. Like all of us get together, we had like Zoom happy hours and talked about what we're doing and how we. And Rita would start setting a, a few months in. She started saying like, "I would love to see this. I would love to do this. I would love to." Mm-hmm. And she had her day job too, so she couldn't devote all of the time that she wanted to devote. And when she um, got laid off with the pandemic and everything, she really started focusing on all of these things. And that's really where everything started happening because Pavel, just like what you were saying, like you were doing it as a hobby. You couldn't have that time. Same with Rita. She was doing it kind of as a hobby. And once she had the time to really devote to all of the things, I mean, it's just really been amazing to see the the 180 of everything in a totally good way, right? Of how it's kind of where I'm at right now as well. Like, um, I, I didn't start this as a hobby. I originally, in college, was in radio, and I made the mistake of changing majors um, to something that, because, you know, when you in your household, you got to be a lawyer or a doctor Absolutely. or a teacher or a cop or a respected mm-hmm respected job you know yeah. like uh you can't just go up there and be like yo i'm gonna go on stage and tell jokes They'll be <laughs> like hey, you don't make money that way um so uh the pandemic hit and i was doing live shows and i was doing a very good job as far as like having 30 40 people come out watch me do a podcast and i was I was like, man, this is going That's a good. Big deal. That's good. It's going good. You know, uh, the Riddell episode was one of my biggest. Um, we had to close the bar down. It's too many people. Wow. I have to go grab my charger. Sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Things happen. Yeah. And and then Live. the pandemic hit, and I it, it, I just was like, if I don't succeed or figure out how to continue to make this content mm-hmm. being locked up, then I'm not built for this. Right. And I was Absolutely. able to book Jesse Torero and that just solidified it for me where I was able to interview some of the people that I've dreamed of. Like I've always, I've been a fan of Jesse Torero and now to be able to have conversations with him and, and I had him on the show that solidified it for me to keep going. And then I just wasn't satisfied with zoom. So I started looking into better ways to produce the product. I went back to school. So it's where I'm at right now. Um, but I can't, I need my my time. Like Bobby was mm-hmm. talking about just thinking. Yeah. yeah. The ideation well, time. Yeah, yeah, like 
Bill Gates has these reading weeks that he'll mm-hmm. go away for two weeks to some house on some random wherever the hell it is. And like literally no phone, no nothing mm-hmm. for two weeks. And he'll just read like tons of books on whatever like it is that he's interested at that time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so cool to be like, I'm going to go read for two weeks. I'm going to brainstorm Financial for freedom, the next though. year. That's what I'm saying. Like, yep. Also, he's not a mama. So, yeah, yeah true, true, so true. exactly, you know, that would be nice to, yeah, to just must be here for two weeks, exactly. I'll, I'll do tough. a weekend, please. <laughs> very tough when you're a parent to um do this line of work. Um, you know, I got two kids now, and it's hard because I've been offered gigs like for me to go to, I live in Long Island, so for me to go to the city and do something or do a show, it's pretty hard. You know, I gotta make sure my kids go to sleep. And then it's like an hour and 20 minutes from the city if I was to drive and an hour and 20 minutes to come back. Mm-hmm. Gas is it's a whole day thing. And, and you You're know, a good the, father. That's the awesome. money might not, the money is not, nothing's ever been about money for me, but it, it's, it's not enough for me to be like, I, I need to do this or I, I, yeah. need, I need to go do the show. So that's where I'm at right now. It's interesting you guys yeah. brought that up because I literally was thinking about this on the train, I've spoken to Babel about this. Like, I got an exit plan and a, and a strategy. I'm still working on it, and um, a couple months away still. I keep pushing that deadline back. Very close. When when I was at my last uh, music industry corporate job making bank, uh, I gave a, a four month notice because because so I didn't want to chicken out. Because yeah, I didn't want to chicken out. In four months, it was going to be a year that I was there. I wanted to give them a year. I promised them a year. And I was just like, if I don't do this, I'll chicken out because it was scary. But right. I did it. And since they didn't just keep offering you uh, money and promoting you. I think I've been promoting. I was pre- getting my for me, it was mental health, but it was really physical health. Like, you know, instead of mental health for Pavel, I was just sick all the time. Like I was working late. Like I could go to any concert, any concert, free, all access. And I love music. That's why I got into music. I didn't want to go because it was turning into reminding me of work. It didn't matter if it was like my favorite artist ever. I was mm. like, nah, nope. And that's when I knew. And then I was just, that. that's when I had to make a change because I was getting sick. I didn't want to listen to music. I don't want to go to any concerts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is impacting my quality of life. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I always say that, out. you know, every job, especially as more often, most, the most, the most, uh, the job that pays the most money has the highest cost of doing the job. And that's yeah. why they're paying you the most money. It's like, forget about your health. You don't got to go to the doctor. You don't got to go to the gym. You don't got to <laughs> eat right. You keep going on, go, 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 go. And then you blink your eyes and you're like 40 and you have health problems <laughs> and you don't even know what your kids look like. And you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like you're close. I'm 45, girl. Yeah, I'll be 45 in November. You're oh not the God. oldest here. You're not the oldest here. I literally been to the doctor like, like four times <laughs> in the last two months. I've been promoted so many times, like, uh, so they just keep giving me responsibility and money. So, um, but I, I just purchased. I work in government, so I am not going to be rich and <laughs> yeah. work in politics. So I'm always stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> so Jessica, you kind of we're in the same. You know, my I work. 
in law enforcement, government, and it's the same thing. But I don't take my work home with me. So mm. um, this is my release. Do, right I'm here. the director of communications. So sometimes I have to. Like, the mm. press can call me at any time. Yeah, that's true. That's a tough one. I was on vacation, and the last day there, I like somebody, uh, a reporter called me, and I was like, that's the end of my vacation. Wow. <laughs> Last day of my vacation. So, I would not allow somebody to violate, no. violate my... No. You got to wait till I at least get back to my, my spot. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't... Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I bet you, Rick, <laughs> I bet you went because you're only a couple of months away. When, since, you, Rick, you're only a couple of months away from, from leaving and starting your you know entrepreneur Allegedly. life. Allegedly. 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 Happening. You, Did you tell them? You're putting it out there right now. But I'm, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm putting it out. I mean, they know uh, my office knows about the show. They know about me being in school. I'm actually almost done with school also. So it's nice. like, nice. it's, 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 uh, it's a couple. I'm just exhausted. You know, it's a yep. lot. So and, I bet you when you leave, I bet you, if not all of them, a majority of your health issues will be gone because it's though. mental health. You know what I'm saying? It's all oh, yeah. connected. So I think that's what's going to happen. I'm excited for you, Rick. Me too. You got to do your I quit episode too. Yes. You got to keep us posted. <laughs> Give us the update. Yeah. I, I think I'll do an IG live when I do it. Yeah, and oh, like man. from the office, Tearing down like the as office? you walk out, <laughs> kicking shit, <laughs> stuff around, like uh, um, <laughs> sort of like a Jerry Maguire type of situation. <laughs> we need to do that. A B C D F U. They're gonna take you to the courthouse right downstairs. I feel like everyone in corporate has envisioned themselves quitting. Like I, I like what. Who here wants to give me a good quit scenario that they have in their head that hasn't happened yet? <laughs> um, I didn't have a quit scenario, but I had, like, I was so unhappy at a job and this other nonprofit that when they were letting me go, they said that I was, it had nothing to do with my work. Mm. And this was actually, this fits right into Pavel's stuff. It was, I didn't fit in with the company culture, which was. <laughs> Oh, wow. I that's why I, I was loud. I was talkative. <laughs> they basically and called I'm you saying, spicy. Uh, yeah. And literally, <laughs> they said you're saying, spicy. We have season. We like shit bland. The they couldn't handle it. Wow. And I mean, wow. when they said, oh, you just don't fit with the community, I said, literally, I said, you know what? You're right. Because you guys are so boring. I can't take it here. You're absolutely right. I well, don't fit in. Let me ask you guys anymore. something. So my <laughs> issue is, I'm sorry to cut My issue is that I, I love the people I work with. Even my boss, like, they're fantastic human beings. Um, uh, if, if previously the title that I held before was more of a repetitive type of thing, so that's where a lot of unhappiness came from. But when mm. I got put in a completely different department um, and I've started running a, a unit and stuff. So things became more fun for me and I work with some terrific people. Um, you could be friends with them when you leave. You can does, have happy hours. And does that be, did, it, did it weigh in on you? Like when you were producing uh, uh, the company, like, yo, did you have certain people in there that you were like, yo, I'm really cool with this person. This person makes my day easier here at work. 
Um, or you were just like, nah, just this is all about me. Because that's I my. Mean, I, I work with great with some great people, so. Yeah, it's kind of like, like Ritzy said though. Like, I'd rather I'd rather hang out with them outside of work anyway, though. You, no matter how much I like them. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even though I like them, like what we did at work was really trauma bond about work. So trauma I'd rather bond. hang out with them outside yeah. of work. Trauma bond. And wow. um, I mean, for for me, it was it was more so like the pandemic was a, was a reality check because it it was like a glamorous role in the sense of not even just pay, but like the type of shit that Ritzy was doing, like taking clients mm-hmm. out to concerts and shit, like dinners and like flying across the country all this all this cool shit right but like when the when the pandemic hit and you strip all that shit away like tech companies you hear about it the best part about it is the office M- motherfuckers is giving breakfast lunch and dinner for free i'm talking yeah. about like every all this used shit, to like right? your job eggs on the exactly floor. That, right yo, i mean i i made i made a skit about this it's the first thing i ever wrote you you would love yeah. it, <laughs> send it, send it to me. but not nah, when, when you strip all that out away you really think about what you do on a daily basis and it's crazy right because I was signing like, I mean, I was working with like Samsung and AT&T, like huge advertisers. And like I was closing million dollar deals that I didn't give a fuck about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like today I signed a speaking engagement for like under $5,000 and I was like jumping, hitting the ceiling. Congrats. You know what I mean? It's just like, it hits, it hits different when you build it yourself, yourself. and it's something that mm-hmm. you really care about. And you when know you're I mean? going to see the fruit of your labor, because at the end exactly. of the day, you might do that $1 million deal, but you're not getting a cut of that million dollars. No. Yeah, I forget who said this. I forgot who said this, but they said like, with this last point is like, if you're not chasing your own dreams, you're chasing someone else's. Yeah, please believe you're, it. You're hel- you're helping them chase theirs essentially. Mm. Yep. When when sorry, I left, when I will I, when, say this, there are some people who don't want to be entrepreneurs. Sorry, Ritzy. and That's I think true. we can't we can't discount those people as well, yep. right? No, no, because not at all. That don't want to do that. Um, you know. I got back into working for somebody else when I started working in politics. I don't make the big bucks, but I love what I do because I feel like I'm actually making an impact. That that's a different story, though. Like that matters. Yeah, well, um, I work for a nonprofit, right? I work for PAL. It's a nonprofit. It's we basically do after school and we do. um, I I went to the. I used to go to the PAL. Yeah, so we do a a ton of programming uh, (laughs) all across the city of New York. And that was one of the most fulfilling jobs I've ever had. Yeah. Um, but the pay wasn't good, though. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. had the pay been what I make now, working for PAL, psh, dream job. Yeah. Also, though, it doesn't even matter, even if it's not, like, something fulfilling. Some people are just, like, completely happy working their boring job and getting their paycheck and go living their I life mean, outside of their nine to five. And they're valid. Everyone's valid. That's valid. Everyone that's valid. That's working. Worker bee. We need the worker bees. And that. I have a friend. Exactly. I have a friend who's like, I'm a worker bee. He was, this was a bunch of years ago. He's like, I'm a worker bee and I'm okay. I couldn't yeah. handle what you, what you have to deal with. And I was like, that makes sense. I go, we, I can't de- be in the world if it's not for the worker bees that yeah. love to do what, and they can shut it off at the end of the day and do other things and have hobbies and stuff. Yeah. Yep. That's amazing. I wish. I just, I, I just like creating too much and, and seeing things go from, you know, the seed and then growing and putting things together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, and I, I feel like if I'm not doing that in any type of space, and I'm not good. Jazz, I want to have a question. Uh, do we make that phone call to our, our favorite doctor friend? Is is he on the line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he okay. said he's down. All right. So uh, I'm going to let Jazz uh, call him real quick. 
and yeah. uh she'll, call him. she'll give me the the thumbs up when he's available i got a beautiful surprise for you guys um it's so dope uh he's gonna answer this guy's helped me a ton he's like my guru so nice. um when i need answers and when i'm feeling like i don't want to do this no more i want to quit um and Pavel is too busy to even answer my text messages anymore. <laughs> or he big times you? <laughs> or some of the I mean after he, he after he did the F in uh interview, he's just like, nah, Rick. You you, you want to talk to me, you gotta you gotta get put yourself on the calendar. Um lies. So I reached out to this dude. I'm you know. on your side, Pavel, because I know I could text you and you text me back. <laughs> I might guess that. <laughs> Um, no, it's a great guy. Uh, I'll bring him on and, um, he's going to help you guys out tremendously. Pete, I think he's got some answers for you. Um, Ritzy, some good sound advice and, uh, for you as well, Jessica. So it's going to be fun. Um, so you're all part of the network and how how you guys, how would you, would you recommend a fellow podcaster to, uh, join the network or continue to go independently or join one of the bigger networks, what would be some advice you would give um, a fellow newcomer podcaster? Um, we'll As start. somebody who's been at the network since since go, basically, mm-hmm. um, no, I've totally recommended people. I think the biggest thing is, like I said, I've seen how it's been. I've seen how it started. I've seen how mm-hmm. it's changed and evolved. Mm-hmm. And the fact that if you're a podcaster and you want to monetize, not everybody wants to monetize. Again, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we get the rates that we get, the, the money that we get. It's pretty uh, nice. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely nice. And I think um, if you're looking for that and you are really interested in, but the thing is you have to be committed because for example, I normally take July off. I don't, and I still kind of took July off. I just ran like I'm running like throwback episodes, some mm-hmm. of my favorite throwback episodes, and putting you know putting the ads in those. Mm-hmm. You have to be committed because you can't skip. Like if you're under contract, mm-hmm. you can't skip. Uh, our contract with a large beauty brand is about to end at the end of the month, and it started in February. So oh. I could not skip a single week. Where sometimes I'm like oh, you know what, this didn't get edited in time, whatever, and I mm-hmm. could just skip it. You can't do that. So you just have to have that commitment mm-hmm. uh, as you have you signed a contract and you have to have that commitment to make sure you're fulfilling what that contract says in order to to get paid. Mm-hmm. Ritzy and P, and then we'll bring my, my, I think my guy's here somewhere. Uh, Ritzy, what about you? What's a piece of advice you would give? I mean, I just started right when it started and and it's already been super fruitful. But I think more than that, when I started the podcast, this is my third podcast. Mm -hmm. But when I was trying to find community to like get tips and do all that stuff, it's just all, you know, it was white, you know, Mm -hmm. people, white podcasts or people that I couldn't relate to. And being a part of this network with our monthly town hall meetings Mm -hmm. and the tips and, you know, from people that have been doing it longer or whatever, or, you know, have a bigger reach, like just you, Rick, doing this for us, hella grateful. I mean, it's because of the network, what Mm -hmm. Rita's doing and and the team is amazing. And uh, yeah, I would definitely recommend, uh, you know, jumping on because you the good thing is when i try to go with another network 
I didn't have the numbers. They were kind mm. of rolling like, what? That's your numbers? And, you know, the minimum is so high and we don't even get that exposure as, you know, Latina, Latinos trying to get the voices out there. And so the fact that we're getting paid for the numbers, like what Rita and her team are doing is really unheard of in the industry. So I'm hella mm -hmm. grateful. I agree. And don't you think it's like a big thing in regards to like, we may not have the largest numbers, but the people that listen to us. Quality numbers. Hardcore, yeah, quality numbers for sure. Mm -hmm. P, what would be your, uh, I mean, me and P have been on since January. So February, January, March, um, it's, it's had, is besides monetizing, um, I have like a little community of podcasters I could reach out to and, you know, get tips and tricks from, um, also have them on the show. It helps with content on those weeks where you have something, but it's not as strong as like having a conversation with other podcasters, you know? Yeah. Um, so what would be your, uh, advice being? Yeah, I mean, I would definitely recommend it. Uh, I mean, monetizing alone, I think, is obviously a big help. Uh, what I would advice wise, I would say really know your business. And, and I say that because, like, you know, joining a network isn't going to necessarily like solve all your problems. And every network is so different in what they offer. For example, some of them are just monetizing, right? Like they're only going to help you monetize. Some of them are going to help you production. Mm -hmm. Some of them are just going to provide you with a network where it's like a group chat where you can exchange tips with other people, right? Mm -hmm. So really trying to figure, really understand like what do you want out of the network and be intentional about it. Like if it's just monetizing, cool. If it's something else, like look for, be intentional about what you're looking for, knowing what you need for growth. Mm -hmm. And unless you have like huge numbers, like I, I, I don't think just monetizing on ads itself is going to be life-changing money like i would i wouldn't depend on just advertising for your mm -hmm. podcast there are so many other revenue streams that you can tap into um and that's product, what i'm trying to do product placement i i mean speaking of games <laughs> probably be like oh yeah <laughs> i was like oops <laughs> um, all right so i, I gotta say go ahead p go, ahead. go for go it ahead. no 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 go ahead go ahead no i was just gonna say like speeding games is probably gonna be like 90 percent of my revenue this year so mm. Nice. Damn, I need to join that movement. Um, <laughs> but I got a, I got a surprise for you guys. Um, I, I like to give people something when they come on the show, you know. So, uh, I called in my one of my good friends, Doctor G. Yo, yo, Dr. word G up, word up! Finally made it, <laughs> Doctor G. Thank you for coming back. Big um, gangsters in the house all all day. Thanks for having me, Brick. I appreciate uh, you being back on the show. Um, so a couple of friends of mine's here, uh, Ritzy, Pavel, and, and Jessica are here. Uh, up, they're, they're all fellow podcasters, but each one has different. Uh, they're at different journeys in their podcast mm -hmm, journeys, mm -hmm. and they have different questions. You know, uh, let's let's start with Pavel because um, I think he's he's gonna get some very sound advice from. You. So your man was. At a good job. I'm not even gonna lie to you, Doctor G. You making them dollars, you making bank. Yeah, and he, he could have made it rain at, at the strip club. Oh, um, snap! But he quit. What you do that for? Um, I let I let Pavel answer. Um, uh, <laughs> I just I wanted quit? to run a I wanted to run a podcast. Podcast ain't bringing in shorties, son. The checks <laughs> is bringing in the shorties. Feel me? Uh, okay. Mm -hmm. You see? So uh, he, he left a very lucrative job, you know. Um, 
uh, he published his salary, right? Um, I, he did it for equal pay, which I thought was very commendable. Would you do something like that, Doctor G? I mean, you're making bank right now. I'm making bank, you know. Being 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 a psychologist, I can mm-hmm. charge whatever I want. You okay. come in, you looking bougie, a thousand dollars an hour. Give me that stat, you know. Mm-hmm. But you come in, you looking a little rocky, you know. I might I might cut you a little deal, hundred hundred dollars. Okay, so so P's at an impasse right now. You know, he he quit the job. He talked about it previously. Um, he might he thinks about applying again, or he thinks about going back. Um, what advice could Dr. G, I mean, Dr. G is going to tell you to go back. Cause my advice, nah, nah, my advice is only go forward, son. Only go oh, forward. Oh, if you, okay. if you made that choice for no shorties, now you got to get your own money to go back to them clubs. You feel me? That's on you, my dude. That's on you. Word up. It's a good, it's a good point. Oh man. Ain't no going back. Ain't no going back. Ain't no going back. Uh, Pavel, do you have a question for Dr. G? Um, something you might ask for some advice. I, I mean, I just got to go forward. You know what I mean? Speechless. Like, okay. I, I get it. <laughs> he got it. He got it. Speechless. He's going into the uh, speaking engagement business, by the way, Dr. G. Uh, you do tons of, of, of talks. Is there a piece of advice you could give, uh, Pavel? Yo, just make sure you got your car ready with your information. So at the end of that engagement, you get that number out. You heard? <laughs> word up, word up. You can't throw the dollars no more, but you could throw that number. You know, they're going to see you on that stage. Be like, yo, my man's important, son. Got to roll throwing up. Cards, throwing cards, not dollars. Yeah. Yeah, you already know. So we have also Jessica from uh, Wine and Cheeseman Podcast. Um, Jessica, do you have a, a question you would like to ask our Dr. G? Um, something that's going to benefit you and, and, and really help you in your pod. You know, I, I'm just listening, and I just don't even. I am speechless as well. I don't even. Mm. I'm just. I'm, I'm just listening to the words that are coming out from Dr. G, and it's very hard to. I just mm. don't even know. Dr. G, give us something. Know where to start? She she don't know where to start. My advice is get a book, read it, ask me a question. You know. <laughs> but I do like wine, and I like cheese man too. So if you got some cheese, I mean, spill it. I mean J Lo, J Lo getting married is cheese man. J Lo getting married is cheese man. J Lo getting married. I was I hate when people like you know give cheese man out and they give the wrong cheese man. You gotta give the right cheese man. Oh, so give it to me, Jessica. Anything like I hear stuff on the radio that the radio people do, and then I'm like, that wasn't right. That's not their name. That's not who they were with. Mm-hmm. I'm just have a, I'm just a natural chismosa. Mm-hmm. Damn. And I'm just, I ain't telling you, you no <laughs> I ain't telling you nothing. But I give you some cheese, man. Me and Jayla. But I'm a good theater keeper. <laughs> Dr. G and Jayla. Really? Wow. Used to kick it. Really? Word oh, up. Sh- wow. She ain't gonna tell you that, but she was falling for the gangster. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't work out? Why? It didn't work. I, I had to cut that loose. Oh. I know, I know. So she would have had more engagement rings, or were you at that that's point? A, that's the big cheese man right there. You know that is the big cheese man. You know nobody dumps J Lo, but um, you know she 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 was real needy, and you oh. know I'm, I'm for the streets for the streets. Uh, okay. <laughs> she didn't want me to be in these streets to let her go. <laughs> Ritzy, do you, do you have some uh, questions for our therapist, our local therapist? Yes, 
Dr. G, how do I navigate shady people in the industry? Oh. <laughs> Except one. You look them dead in the eye. Mm. Say, who you talking to? <laughs> all right? All right? If you okay. think they throwing shade. And they, oh, oh. they do that? You already know. They soft. You won. And then from then on out, you just let them know. I'm hip to your shit. You feel me? <laughs> I'm hip to your shit. Don't be shading me. And you always got to have a comeback. Always got to have a comeback. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you. Wow. I appreciate it. Got you. Solid. You could also just call me, you know, I'll come over and beat their ass. You know? <laughs> I want to thank Dr. G. Uh, You're welcome. Always gives us some very good sound advice. I've been seeing Dr. G for a couple months now, and um, my life has definitely improved. Thank yep. you, Dr. Yep. G. Appreciate it. I could well, tell. Good. I was wondering what it was. Now I know. Now yeah. we know. Now you know. Only I gotta thing is, my business card. Secret. Yeah, only thing I know is, you got speaking engagement. Now I'm gonna do a $1,000. <laughs> he keeps taking me to the strip club after our sessions. I, I mean, that's the only <laughs> issue, you know. I, I might not. This is me looking out for you. You know, you be Man. crying on the chair. I gotta help cheer you up. <laughs> you know? No, yo, put them tears away, son. You soft. Let's go. Let's go to the club. Dr. G, are you tossing dollars or hundreds or what what oh. bills are you tossing at the strip club? You know, straight hundreds. Other people, of course, of course. Straight hundreds. And whatever I made, money. whatever I made that day, if it's a good day, I thought I thought all out. You know, I got a bunch more, you know. Babel's hundreds from his wow. thousand an hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, well, wow. Dr. G, thanks again for coming on the thank pod. Thank you for having me. I always, appreciate you, you know. as always. Thank you. Welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. To amaze me. Uh, some very sound advice there. Um, I did call Ricky Smooth, and he's going <gasps> to he's gonna send a personal uh, message to each one of you. Oh, um, I can't wait. Thanking you for being on the show. Um, uh, he's been having a tough time lately. Oh. Uh, the Roe versus Wade thing, because he's all about love. So um, he's heartbroken on the island, and he's trying to figure out how he can help uh, <laughs> overcome. Um, but, you know, he'll be back. He'll be back. So uh, when I'm does uh, make the best albums after heartbreak? Oh yeah, he's, yeah, he's we're in it right now. Crazy he, good music right now. He, he's in it right now. Um, he's uh, actually. Hold on, now that Pavel mentioned it. Um, damn, I should have had this ready, but um, he got he got some heat. He sent me something earlier. Shit, Pavel caught me off guard. <laughs> he really did. He really did. But yeah, he, he sent wait me, till next time. He sent me some <laughs> tracks. You know, um, I would love to always have you guys back on the pod. Um, Jazz, what's up, bro? Why you always? Jumping off the screen. I'm sorry, Look. I had to make a quick You missed Doctor G again. You are missing him. He's <clears throat> a hot mess. What did he say this time? He was looking for you. Uh, what do you? You and Doctor G got something going on? I'm about to <laughs> call up Brian. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> Doctor G wishes. Okay, <laughs> he's too toxic. I ain't about that life. He gave Pabe some dope advice. So. Oh, word. Mm-hmm. Dropping gems. Listen to it. Mm-hmm. 
So um, uh, thank you for being on the pod, each and every one of you. Um, I say this to many people. Well, Bobby knows it's not the first. It's the first time, but it's not the last time that you'll be on the show. Welcome to the family. Um, when can I catch word to your mother? Word to your mama? Every Monday. I drop it at mi like midnight the night before. So every Monday. And you can go to um, WTY. No. Yep, W T Y M A A M A at on all socials and wordtoyourmama.com. Mm. And on Good Pods in the oh, Latina Podcasters group. Uh Kim yeah. Tueres, like uh what's up? Um I heard Rick H is gonna be on the show soon. So uh when <laughs> I might I might have to wait for you to quit so you can tell me the real truth about your job. Ooh. Oh, oh my god. You know what? Um I, I would <laughs> I literally would do that, and I would also like do the video and all the extra content, so to make it like a real big thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Let's do it. When can we catch Kintu Edis? What's your day? My day's Tuesday. Uh, Richie's on Mondays. What's your day, P? Every Tuesday, every Tuesday morning. Ooh. Yeah. And, and, um, episodes are episodes are pre-recorded. We're gonna start launching additional content. I'm just not sure what day of the week it's going to be. We're going to start doing a live show. Um, not Tuesday, but it's going to be like a separate. It's not going to be the, the typical Kinduetta show. It's going to be mm -hmm. more of like a career day for adults. Mm -hmm. But uh, it'll, it'll be launching soon. Mm. Very cool. And Jessica, when's your day? Your Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday? Wine and Chisme Wednesdays, baby. Wednesday. Hey. Wine down Wednesdays. Uh, that goes perfect. Monday, yes. Tuesday. Wine and Wednesday. And then, yeah, new episode drops. I'm actually going to probably be adding another, like, short episode specifically focusing on wine. Like, one wine. Uh, I haven't decided what day that's going to drop or, like, what day I want to do it. But it'll be just, like, a mini 15 I got minute you right now. If you don't have the name, I got you right now. Wine by the glass. But Oh, there it is. If you're That's doing good. one specific bottle, one specific wine by the glass, um, a cheese mist short. Yeah, I like that. They are yeah, I like that. Yo, look at yo, Rick, full of <laughs> ideas. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm taking that. I'm running with it. His brain works <laughs> sometimes, you know. When I was yo, allowed, and to you can hit up sponsors. Be like, yo, do you want me to throw your wine up on this? You do oh, that I have now, right? Huh? You do that right now, right? Like, you, yes. you, yeah. I have lots and lots of free wine. Oh, I still have but I have lots and lots of wine. I need to get a larger wine refrigerator, a whole lot, lot. Like, my area that I'm looking at right now, I've, there's a box that has half a case of wine because it doesn't fit in my area because I have so much. I probably have like 40 to 50 bottles of wine right now. All right, all right. Wow. Don't get me jealous over here. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, you got to do a, a Why Not Wednesday, like a live event, Why Not Wednesday, presented by Wine and Cheese Man, like at a spot, mm -hmm. Why Not Wednesday, and just. Uh, there, look at that. Yeah. So, the plan was I wanted to do something in this year, but with everything mm -hmm. happening, I just wasn't able to. So plan is next year, 2022, to be able to go a couple of, of things, but hopefully I can meet up with you guys for a glass of wine while I'm in New York. Oh, I was just about to say that you're coming to New York, so feel mm -hmm. free to bring a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so I am going to do a uh, uh, last year, Crazy and I put on the podcast panel 
um, I'm going to do it again. So it's going to be in October. So uh, I'm starting that now. Um, and I'm going to be announcing that soon. So, uh, I think live events is something I want to go back to. Yeah. I love, I love doing we gotta live off, events. We got to offline chat that because mm-hmm. <laughs> you got ideas. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got a big venue in mind and, um, it kind of scares me, but it gets me excited at the same time. No, 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 no. That means you should definitely do it if it scares you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. Thank you so much for having us. Yes. Word. Thank, no, you. thank you, guys. This is the first round of, of the crossover episodes. Um, I'm going to be doing a ton of more of these, you know, uh, with Her Dinero Matters. Uh, my guys from the Men on Pause podcast. Always. Every the time I do something with... <laughs> Every time I do something with Jerry, man, I always get shit for saying that's the name of their pod. Um, the Men on Pod podcast. Um, my boys at the Hip Hop Advocates. So I, I want to do a lot more of these with the network and some crossover episodes. So uh this was just first of many. Um like I said, Baba has been here. This is the second time now. And uh this second won't time. be Ritzy's last time, this won't be Jessica's last time. Um, and I would also love to have Rick and Jasmine on separately your own episode so we could find out about you and everything. If mm. you know, I'm putting it out there right now and live. Um, Jasmine's more shot. entertaining than me. Um, she's a stand up <laughs> comedian, a writer, a sketch, yeah, dancer. I see, oh, uh, dancer as well. She actually started out as that. Uh, I just I know. I know. try to tell some jokes sometimes <laughs> and, and I do this pod, but I, I, I would love to anytime. Perfect. Um, I'm going to damn you guys right after this. Yeah. And when I quit my job, I'll be on now. Uh, Can't do it. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Season 10. Hey, <laughs> you're going to be on g too. Like, let me tell you about this job. Now I really want that cheese man. So uh, follow them all on Instagram. Uh, Pavel is at Plural. His is on his uh, name right now. Uh, Ritzy's is... Uh, W T Y M A M A M A. Yeah, Y T Y W Y T Y Mama. Okay, and and Jessica's is at, at the one wine and cheese. Don't wine and cheese me because there's another one that's at wine and cheese me, but I'm the wine and cheese me, the one that we put some respect on it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank thank you all again. Uh, Episode is already up because we live streamed. Oh, excuse. And the clips will be emailed. I promise I will cut up clips because I've been slacking on that. We've been slacking. Big time. Um, Thanks again. Everybody have a good night. Thank you. Feel that now? I feel like Rocky in this one, baby. Let's go. Alright, check it. Uh. Blast from the past, back from the future. So if I pull the trigger in the past, no, you and your future. I'm still hustling, still hugging the block. The referee to the shit, I'm still calling them shots. I can't be stopped. That's what I told you. I'm living my life like a box of Crayolas. I'm 
Cutting up white, smoking that green Purple color pens, I'm still making this cream I'm so sick, uh, check my throat quick My wrist light up a room like a handful of glow sticks I'm like spoiled milk, the kid's gone bad Then it's the menace while pen touches the pad uh, Niggas is mad, but the ladies is glad Yo, they rubbing up against me like this nigga is rad Fucking two divas, drinking on sangria I got the beam of the colors, diarrhea uh, Tire strength in my feet cause I'm so fly Hopped out the DeLorean, it's Artie McFly Thank you.